to the Tank and Hatfield Podcast number 15 for Monday, November 9th, 2020. Sabotage, folks. That's all we got to say. Coming to you not so live from the Hamster and the Wheel Studios here in Detroit, Michigan, I'm Frank the Tank Layman. And in the country music, the center of the whole world of country music is... My good friend, the one, the only, Mark Hatfield. How you doing, Mark? Uh, well, Tank, it's been a it's <laughs> been a long week. It feels like this last week has lasted about a month. I know. Uh, but uh, I'm doing all right uh, personally. Um, we have a lot to talk about and a lot of things to address, and uh, I hope we can uh, keep it interesting for the folks out there listening and. Uh, Try to make some uh, things clearer about everything that's been going on. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, there's a many, many, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we're gonna get that in a minute. I just, I just want to say something real front. You know, uh, um, before we start the show, I know. Uh, you know, we always get uh, complaints from each side of the aisle, you Democrat, you Republican, that sometimes we favor one side or the other. And on this show, we, we really try to balance it out as best we can, even though sometimes their beliefs are maybe a certain way. And uh, we definitely don't want to offend anybody. So, you know, um, uh, we're not, uh, you know, we're, we're just trying, you know, we're trying to uh, get a good show, get each side in and and just talk about it and in that uh, in that sense uh i would personally just want to take i want to take a minute just to congratulate uh joe biden and kamala harris on a big election win this weekend um and in honor of their victory i i would like to play the uh chinese national anthem if i could um it's sung by uh a uh, very famous Chinese recording artist, uh, Wuhan Kill You. So here he is, Wilhan, Will Wuhan Kill You. Here he is. <laughs> Something else, any Mark? I mean, that's uh, hey, definitely a, you know, that's I mean, definitely an interesting, that's definitely an interesting spin on the uh, national anthem. I mean, there. they, uh, <laughs> you, you know, they they've called him the uh, Chinese Frank Sinatra, and I think we all know why now. But at any rate, hey, uh, we got a lot to talk about right now, so let's start the show, Mister Hatfield. Let's talk about the election results. What's going on? Well, uh, well, as you uh, noted early, uh, Joe Biden was declared the winner. And uh, first things first, right off the top, uh, just so I can clear things up, uh, 
you know, both of us picked uh, Joe Biden that we thought he was going to win this election. And even if things were when they're all said and done, if he still is on top after the recounts and everything else, uh, my numbers are going to be that I predicted going to be fairly close to uh, what I laid out here on the show. Uh, but that being said, uh, there still are legal processes to play out, legal challenges to play out. Uh, there will be recounts, uh, some that were automatically triggered because of the uh, the margin of victory uh, or supposed victory, and some that are going to be done uh, at the request of the uh, of the president and his campaign. Uh, a couple of interesting notes uh, from the election. Uh, I guess probably a surprise to to everyone. Uh, Trump won the largest non-white vote uh, for a Republican presidential candidate in 60 years. So uh, that that was a pretty big uh, movement for the uh, Republicans, pretty big shift in what's been going on. Uh, And the other note that I wrote down, which I I think is more uh, significant, is that Biden underperformed Clinton, underperformed Hillary Clinton, in every major metro area around the country, except Milwaukee, Detroit, Atlanta, and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> what what do those four cities what do those four cities represent of what we have going on right now? I know. So uh, we have uh, voting challenges, voter challenges in Wisconsin. We have voter challenges in Detroit. We have voter challenges in Atlanta. We have voter challenges in Philadelphia. Uh, because the numbers didn't line up with what uh, was happening in the rest of the country. So, I mean, just those four cities themselves, not even including Arizona or North Carolina or uh, some of the other uh, locations, but those four cities in itself uh, seem to indicate uh, that there was a uh, heavy dose of uh, mail-in ballots uh, larger than other cities. Yeah, I, I know. So, I heard a uh, I heard a story from a man who uh, he said he was you know who knows he said he was a observer at the TCF building. Which uh, if you you if you're a native of Michigan or you know about Michigan, it used to be called Cobo Hall, um, and that he personally know. He knew that they counted eight thousand ballots that were bad. Yeah. So there's well, I mean, we're going to get into to more, you know, as as we discuss. There's a, there's a lot of allegations out there, and again, we have to take we have to take a lot of these with a grain of salt because we don't know what's true and what's not true. You know what I mean? There's a there's a lot of uh, uh, things flying back and forth. So I don't want everybody to think all of a sudden just because I say. You know, there's invalid ballots or, or mail-in ballots, whatever, that I'm siding with one way or the other, because I'm not. Uh, there's legal challenges, and part of the election process is sorting through the legal challenges and making a decision and getting it figured out. So, and it, you know, and Trump is certainly not the first president or the first candidate to ever uh, challenge election results. He won't be the last. So we do need to let that play out. Um I mean, I personally have a friend that lives in uh, Arizona that uh, as of Saturday, uh, well, his his vote hasn't had not been counted 
and they also said that it was invalid, uh, and they wouldn't let, and they they wouldn't count his vote uh, with no, really with no uh, reason as to why his vote wouldn't count. It just it ruled it invalid. Um, so you know there are things that that go on, uh, but but my thing is you know I, I don't know if you saw but you know I. It's been a long week, and I try to stay out of the fray. I try not to say too much. I wanted to save stuff for the podcast, but of course, I couldn't resist. I, know. I had to make a few comments. It was kind of funny you know? because uh, uh, I had made a comment earlier. And the first thing you said was, "Save it for the podcast. Save it for." The... Okay, <laughs> next couple hours, I turn on Facebook, and I, <laughs> I got a blow up of yeah. my good buddy. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself because, uh, you know, just what some people that were, what they were saying, they're, they're just incorrect. I mean, we have to look at it. I mean, even though the, the, the media has called as, as declared Biden the winner, uh, we have to remember this election is not over yet. You know, while there's still pending legal challenges, the election is not over. And that's really the only point I was trying to make. And I was, again, I wasn't skewing it towards one side or the other. I was just letting people know that the, that the media, uh, you know, I, I felt that they called it too early. I felt like, you know, I felt that they should let the legal challenges play out. And I thought it was irresponsible for them to do so. And I caught a lot of flack over that. Uh, and not just, and, and from both sides I did. I caught flack from both sides over it. And I really didn't understand why, but I did learn. I was reminded of a very valuable lesson, uh, Tank, and that's uh, I have to remind myself to stop arguing with dumb people. So I need to uh, I need I need to pull back on that. Uh, but you know we need to remember that the the election process is set up for a reason. Legal the court uh, system is set up I, for a reason. Can, can I ask you something? I'm sorry. Is stupidity uh, considered a pre-existing condition under the? Uh, Insurance laws and the medical insurance. Well, if it was, if it was covered, then everybody's then everybody will be covered. Well, because because I was I was just wondering um, that because there's there's a lot of Democrats that, you know that that are scared of the uh, uh, pre-existing conditions you know that Trump was going to take them away and Republicans were. And I was just wondering if stupidity was one of them and. Maybe, you know, they were worried about that. I, I don't know. So, it's just, you know, the thing is, you know, and I hate to keep beating a dead horse, and I know people might get tired of hearing me talking about the Constitution and stuff, but here's the thing, you know, nowhere in the Constitution does it say the media declares the winner of an election. Now, we've gotten accustomed to over the last, you know, uh, several elections or whatever that the media will announce who wins and declare it. But in those votes, in, in those cases, you know, the, the vote margin is so big and there's not really a discrepancy. So therefore, we accept it as, you know, being uh, legitimate. Uh, in this case, uh, it was way too early to call. Um, and about the only thing I could compare it to, uh, you know, it just seemed like to me that the, the, the main, mainstream media was suffering a little bit from a, a premature ejaculation uh, situation where they... You know, got got a little excited because uh, we you know a lot of the media doesn't like doesn't like the president, so they got a little excited and they and they called the race and they they, they declared the winner. But the you know bottom line is we have to let every last legal vote uh, be counted, 
Uh, the court process has to play out. Every irregularity has to be investigated. And then the election has to be certified. That's the bottom line on it. So until all that takes place, until all that transpires, this election is not over. So that's what people need to, uh, that's what people need to understand about uh, the, the election process. Hey, I agree with you, sir. I will add a couple points. Um, first of all, you know, the, uh, I've really thought for a long time since this outbreak happened, you know, and as I've said on the show before, this, this virus is real. I understand this. I, I understand the virus is real, but, uh, this virus and what happened after that, this, this was all, and you can call me what you want. You know, crazy libertarian. But this was all to bring Trump down because they, they couldn't bring him down. They couldn't make him quit. They couldn't uh, throw him out of office. They tried everything. You know, um, they didn't want another Kennedy thing happening. So I, I figured they didn't do that. But um, when they threw the mail-in ballots in, um, I, I, knew, I knew then that... Uh, they would somehow win the election just because, I mean, uh, in uh, there's five states, I will say it again, I've said it before, there's five states that have all mail-in ballots. It took those states over a year to set up. You could not set up mail-in balloting in four months. That's crazy. And plus, you had people voting for president in four months. And I had ballots coming to my house up the butt. I had a ballot that was sent to me with the name of the person that died in 1999 that we ended up getting our place because she died and it was being sold. So she's been dead for 20 years. We still got a mail-in ballot application for her. Now, you know, this is just... Well, all this is, this is my my personal opinion. You're just seeing more of the communists take over of the government. That's what they're doing, and that's what I believe. It's a communist takeover from the American Communist Party, helped out by Communist China. It's a modern-day, like they said in JFK, modern-day coup d'etat, and Kamala Harris is waiting in the wings. I do not believe they want Joe Biden really as president. They want Kamala Harris. She's a communist. Well, you know, I, I know, I know, we can go down the rabbit hole on a lot of this stuff and uh, kind of get in your wheelhouse of, of uh, uh, the conspiracies. Um, you know, both of us. You know, both of us had issues with the with the mail-in ballots when they when they announced this. You know, and and obviously for good reason why. Um, and I mean, the difference between the vote tallies on election day and the new data from mail-in votes. I mean, it's it's nothing short of stunning, really. You know, if you look at the numbers. And that's why so, the president declared victory that night because he knew what and, was going to happen. And that's what I mean, you know, and Americans, I mean, some Americans, you know, at least half of America, that we, they were already suspicious before, uh, and now, you know, and even with that, now they're more suspicious. And they, and they have a right to that sentiment because 
just me as a independent and uh, somebody who uh, tries to give both sides credit and try to be fair about things, you know, I'm suspicious about it. You know, they're, you know, like we discussed, mail-in mail ballots is the easiest way to manipulate vote, manipulate a vote. So, I mean, it, it's not surprising to me that right now, here we are, nearly a week after the election, we're talking about mail-in ballots and about all kinds of possible fraud that occurred. Again, I'm calling it possible fraud because we don't know. We don't know. Nothing's been proven yet. Uh, there's just been allegations. So we don't know for a fact uh, what's happened. But, I mean, you shared your own experience where you got mail-in ballots, you know, uh, to your house. There She's in Michigan. been dead so, for 21 years. You know, and the, and the, and the thing is, I, I don't know why it angered well, I gotta take that back. I do know why it angered people why, you know, that that want Trump to concede and he hasn't. I understand why people are angry about that. But we also have to remember that, you know, he has the legal right to do this. He's not doing anything that's not been done before. He's not doing not anything, doing anything that, that is illegal. You know what I mean? He's he's doing he's doing exactly what Al Gore did back in the in two thousand, uh, you know, when Florida had uh, irregularities in their voting. He's doing the exact same thing that Stacey Abrams did in Georgia a couple years ago when she didn't concede the, the governor's race in Georgia uh, because of she thought there was a uh, voter fraud and she wanted and she wanted to recount. And she was entitled to that. She's just like Al Gore was entitled uh, to what he did in 2000, you know, and Al Gore had his day in court. You know, that that case went to the Supreme Court. So if, if Al Gore gets his day in court, then whether or not what you think about Donald Trump and you know, a lot of people say a lot of things, and I have my own personal opinions as well. But he did get over 70 million Americans who voted for him, so he should get the same opportunity to get his day in court. I mean, we're not talking anything out of the out of the box here where it's so crazy that, you know, that it, it shouldn't even be uh, thought about. You know, there are legal challenges I'm saying, not just in one state. There are legal challenges in multiple states. So, therefore, they need to be looked at. And all the challenges need to be investigated. And then sometime within the next month, by December 12th, I believe is the date, usually the cutoff, I think it's the cutoff date that the uh, things have to be finalized. Then we'll see where we're at. But, you know, it's possible, even if they throw out ballots, even if they throw out, even if they rule ballots invalidated and all this, that Biden still may be ahead. And if he is, then it validates a Biden victory. And I would think would make the Biden supporters feel better about things, you know, uh, it, it just, I'm just, you know, if Biden really wants to unify a country, as he says he does, then he should wait until we can assure that we had a fair election to begin with. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't see why, I don't see why that's, why that's so out of the, out of the realm of why, why people can't accept that. I don't know why that's so hard for people to accept that. Well, don't we want a fair election? Isn't that what isn't that what we want? Well, I really think uh, at this point the Democrats, along with the media, all they want is Donald Trump out, and they want to have no problems with all their policy. Donald Trump was. Digging into their side, really hurting them. Because Donald Trump 
In fact, I, I would actually say he he represented uh, more libertarian policies than Republican policies. He was America first. You know, he kept us out of war for four years. He These trade deals, he wanted to, you know, he, he wanted to make new deals, make new deals. And uh, a lot of his policies went to um, a libertarian interest. Um, you know, I mean, he, he, you know, he, there, there were a lot of things that he was fighting back against the system. We have a very um, robust, indu uh, you know, um, military industrial complex. Basically, always making war material because you got to have the next war. Big money, big money. And he went against that. And that's why I think he fired, fired Joe, uh, John Bolton. And I think that's why today he fired the defense secretary. Just as a, you know, maybe a parting shot, so to speak, what he thought of that. But, uh, you know, he went against the establishment. It's all globalism now. It's all global. It's not us. And uh, that, that's very sad. I think he was very dangerous. He was dangerous like Kennedy, so they had to get rid of him somehow. And this is how they did that. Now, you may argue, you know, um, but I just think, you know, with the media, I mean, they're to totally, totally not even giving them a chance. Of, hey, wait, he can still battle it through the courts. They don't even want to talk about that. All they want to talk about... You know, he's crying, he's complaining, he's this and that, and the Biden, he's coming in, he's going to unify the people. Well, I hate to tell you, there's a silent majority out there. There's people who voted for the first time in their lives that are not Republicans, are probably not Democrats. They voted for him because America first, and that's what they wanted, and I believe that the media is doing things now to just fuel the fire. And I do fear, I, I fear that the first thing this administration is going to do in February is go after the guns, go after the gun owners. And they're almost golden. They, they want protesters with guns in the street. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to disagree with you on, on uh, a lot of that. Uh, but we still have to remember, you know, there there might be a chance that Biden might, you know, where they, they might not make it to uh, February being the the president elect anymore uh, once these court challenges are done, because uh, we can't uh, just ignore that. You know, we have to go through the process of this. And I would just urge people to uh, exercise caution and restraint. Uh, I know I know a lot of people that supported Biden and hated Trump are, are happy and. You know, they're still in a really good position. Uh, you know, Biden is in a really good position to be president. Um, but, you know, you never know what you never know what's going to happen, because, I mean, they say they have proof. They say they have evidence and not and not just little evidence. They, they claim to have quite a bit. So, I mean, the, the proof remains to be seen on that. Uh, but as an independent, you know, and as, uh, you know, just looking from the outside in, one thing I really want. One thing I really hope to see what this kind of teaches us is, or shows us anyways, 
you know, Trump needs to make this recount uh, and this process so painful that the, the people on both sides are screaming for voter ID laws when this is done. You know, because that's what we need. We need voter ID laws. And there's nothing unconstitutional, unconstitutional about voter ID law. There's nothing uncon unconstitutional about it. You know, we have to have ID for practically everything we do in day-to-day -day life, you know. So, therefore, you know, why shouldn't we have a, why shouldn't we verify that people are who they say they are when they vote? So, uh, that's one thing I'm hoping for. That, that's been a big thing for me, for uh, a concern of mine for many years, and not just with mail-in ballots, but it's been a, it's been something on my radar for a long time, is the is voter ID. Especially the, the more uh, we loosen the borders and and uh, uh, open up a citizenship to, to people, you know, it, it makes sense to have voter ID. That that's not uh, I don't think that's asking too much. Um, but you know, going back to the election itself, with you know the the numbers, you know, we're being asked to believe that Biden outperformed. Uh, Barack Obama. That's what I mean. It, it just, it just, listen. It's, it's, I mean, not to what, interrupt you, I'm sorry. Just, just let me talk for a minute. It's just, it, it just seems like they're throwing it in Trump supporters' face. I mean, it, it's so obvious this election was fixed just to piss off the Trump voter. I mean, that's what I think. I mean, it's just... This just, see, I mean, you know, they're not even making it like it was close. They're, they're just throwing all these votes and making it so obvious. And then for the media to act all stupid like this was a normal election, I'll tell you, that's why Trump voters are pissed off. Yeah, and, you know, and, you know, Tang, and one thing, you know, I will uh, agree with you on that. And, I mean, just one of the notes that I, that I took, you know, because I watched the other races, too, and for Biden to get a record, uh, say, over 74 million votes is what they're saying, and outperform Obama, uh, you know, the Republicans retain control of the Senate. They gained seats in the House when they thought, when they expected they were going to lose seats. Well, they haven't gained And they also won more They also won more seats in the state houses, you know, across the country. So you're asking, you're asking people to, to buy into a whole lot of things. Uh, to accept this Biden victory, and that's what doesn't make a lot of sense. And I, I know some of the Senate stuff is still being contested right now. Uh, they're still going through. Uh, I know in Georgia they got got two, two seats. seats that they're going to be. In yeah, January. they got two seats they're going to be uh, having a runoff uh, runoff for. Um, but right now, Georgia is one of those states that's under the gun, and and their whole you know and their whole election system and their whole you know their whole process of counting votes is under is under attack right now because it doesn't look like they got a lot of this right for whatever reason. So, uh, especially in the Atlanta area, let's just face it. Let's call it is, especially in the Atlanta area. It doesn't look like the, a lot of votes were counted properly. So, you know, it, we're asking, we're being asked to believe a lot of, a lot of things uh, with this Biden victory. I'm not saying it's not possible for him to get that many votes or anything like that. He very well may have, uh, but it, it's hard for me to fathom because, you know, I remember when, when Barack Obama was elected, I remember, you know, just the energy and 
and you know just everything that surrounded that how historic it was and he had received a historic amount of, of votes and support from like all across all races different spectrum everything and right now but right now you're asking me to believe that biden outperformed barack obama and i can't wrap my head around that that he did no you did it, it's just it, it's it's hard for me to grasp that and i would need to see uh i would need to see further evidence that that would be true and that's why we're having these legal challenges because you know i do believe uh there has been some type of uh, tampering and you know fraud, but you know let's face it, voter fraud's been going on since George Washington, so that's not new, you know. Uh, but to show it like this so, and make it so obvious right, to me, where to me where it looks so blatant, uh, that that's where uh, that's where we're having that's where we're having issues because you know some of this looks so blatant and. It's just a you know, then there's the like, other side. And then there's like the then there's like then there's just like the total disregard on, on people on the other side that just want to Trump lose so bad. They're just saying, Well, we don't see any evidence of voter fraud. I don't, I don't understand how you I don't understand how you can't see any of it when it's you know the, the, I'm not saying that it was so rampant and so widespread that it, it changed the result of the election. I don't know that yet. It may or may not have. They, but there definitely there definitely was some shady stuff going yeah. on. These, uh, these to, to skew some of the numbers and stuff. I know Democrats. They know it was fixed. They know, but they don't care because the media has built a narrative. Narrative is he's a racist. He's a power hungry person. He needs to go. That's they know it was fixed. They don't care. Well, one thing I, you know, one big thing and, I will agree with you on. No, like but I that's. Said, you know, that is a big problem because once you start oh, down that road, we're a banana look, republic. I mean, the, look, the, the the Democrats they they signaled pretty early on that uh, they would be willing to go to almost any lengths to remove Trump, um, and a lot of it has to do with the fact because they still did from 2016 they still they still didn't believe he was legitimate, and that's not just me making an observation. That's things that they've said, and if you watch any bit of news or if you watch any bit of social media or anything, you would see that Democrats say that all that they would say that all the time. So, uh, you know, to, to think, you know, knowing how much they dislike uh, Trump and, you know, their their desire to get him out of there, how can you automatically just throw out the fact or just say, well, there can't, you know, there's not any voter fraud? You don't think that. You know, you don't think there's Democrats somewhere that would that would commit voter fraud, to, you know, <laughs> as bad as they want to get rid of Trump. No, really... I mean, come on. I mean, you spent the last four years doing everything you could to get rid of him, you know, or, or try to uh, get him in trouble. Again, I'm not here de defending Donald Trump. I'm here defending the rule of law and and the Constitution. And you know, we need to let the legal process play out. Like I've said. I don't know if there's enough of the invalid ballots out there to overturn the election, to make it any different. Biden still may be ahead after everything is said and done after that. Uh, what I am saying is that the, the, it still needs to play out, and we need to get rid of the illegal votes. We need to get rid of the invalidated votes. We need to get rid of a lot of the mail-in ballots that came in that were came in after the election was over, after the polls had closed. We need to yeah, uh, get rid of those. Uh, 
because those are not legal votes. And we have to do this for the future. We have to do this so we can ensure that we know that our election, our election system and our election process is fair. Because right now, if you can, if you just let this go and no challenges brought before the court and everything stays the way it is, you've got over 70 million Americans that are going to think this election was stolen from them. And they're going to be out in the streets. So, uh, you know, and this is a crisis. You know, it's a it's, very it's a dangerous. political crisis. Very dangerous it's, crisis. It's, it's a political crisis. It's potentially a constitutional crisis. You know, so uh, and it's undoubtedly it's a moral crisis. And uh, we need we need to face that. You know, we need to we need to have uh, we need to have a calm resolve about it. We need to have a firm resolution, and we have to see our way through it. And I think anybody who believes in the rule of law and anybody who believes in the Constitution and anybody who believes in a fair election process would see it the same way I do. And that's why it's so puzzling to me, and I'm baffled by the amount of stupidity that I've seen and heard, not only on social media, but from so-called experts on TV who don't think that these legal challenges should go through. I don't understand that when <laughs> it is totally legit to, to it's so legitimate to, to file uh, uh, the, these court, uh, you know, these court orders and have this investigated. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how this is going to end up. I don't know. I don't know what the end game is on this. Uh, I do see it potentially going to the Supreme Court. Uh, the next week or so is really going to define uh, as far as how far things are going to go. Uh, Trump signaled today that he is not he is not backing down one bit from any of this fight. So, and I don't think he will. I mean, regardless of what you think about Donald Trump, I mean, you would have to know by now that he's not going to just roll over and, and take this. It wasn't. A, it was not a clear and decisive win for Joe Biden. Joe Biden does have, doesn't have any type of mandate or anything like that, or anything Nancy Pelosi wants to make up uh, when it comes to that. There is no mandate for anything. Um, this country is still deeply divided. Uh, and you know, after you spent the last four years calling everybody that voted for Trump or supported Trump or even said one good thing about Trump, you know, they spent the last four years calling all those people racist. And uh, and everything else. And now you're going to say, well, you know, now we need to all come together and it's time to heal. Uh, I'm sorry. That's just a lot of BS to me. Uh, and I'm not saying it for myself personally. I'm saying it for people I know that have voted for Donald Trump. I know they're not but racist. It's good for TV. I know they don't feel that way. Sounds great. But sounds but great for TV, I, I do, though, don't it? Right. 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 You know, but I do know I do know people that voted for Donald Trump because they. They have, they believe in some of the same things he's protecting. Okay. Now, whether you like it or not of things that he's protecting, then, you know, that's your definite opinion. You can, you know, you make your vote, but, you know, to keep throwing around the word racist and this and that, because somebody didn't vote the way you felt they should vote. Uh, you're pretty simple minded when you do that. And if that's your only, if that's your only reason. So again, you know, this country's still divided. We're going to be divided uh, for a while. Uh, I think, uh, if we 
if we unearth and get to the bottom of this and and ensure that we have a fair election process, that, that might go a long way to, to uh, having some people feel better about things. Uh, it certainly won't cure everything. Uh, and there's people always going to believe, no matter what happens, there's people always going to believe that this election was a fraud or, you know, this election was stolen or, you know, there's always going to be people, no matter what evidence is in front of them, they're, they're always going to think that. So, you know, I mean, I believe and I always believe that the election process needs to be transparent and uh, needs to be fair. And legal votes do need to be removed. So no matter which side it may benefit, we have to under, we have to we have to go through this process to help us ensure that it's a the, it's a fair system going forward or a better system going forward. Uh, let me put it that way. I hear you, brother. We'll see what goes on and, you know. We'll just keep reporting it, and, you know, hopefully, uh, I don't know. Cooler has prevail. Um, I know what I want to talk about right now. It's dinner time. Um, I'm getting my dinner made right now, but uh, I tell you what. Sure could use some old-time barbecue, southern barbecue. What do you think about that, Hatfield? Man, you are speaking right to my heart, Tank. And I know you can only be talking about one place. Yes, sir. I know we can only be talking about Tim Martin and that Lazy Pig barbecue that he's got going on in Mount Vernon, Kentucky. I know that's what we're talking about. Uh, they have the best butts in town. They have the best barbecue around. Uh, they are open for catering events, concessions, small to large parties, special events, weddings, and church socials. Uh, and the best part, they're going to be coming up. They got a plan coming down the road where they'll be able to ship the food to you. Thank and I know, God. Tank, I know, I, I, know you, I know you and I are waiting for that day. Well, I, I mean, know we're waiting for that. So I don't can, want to be uh, driving so down to food. Kentucky. You know what I mean? You know, so, <laughs> hey. So, go go check out our friends at the Lazy Pig Barbecue. Check out their Facebook page, Lazy, Lazy Pig BBQ. Uh, also, their website, uh, I'm sorry, their email is lazypigbbq2020 at yahoo.com. And also their new website that uh, was up and running last week, smokingporkbutts.com. Uh, you can check them out there. That's Lazy Pig Barbecue. Uh, go holler at Tim, and uh, you can tell him the Tank and Hatfield show sent you. Yes. And Tim, Tank talking right now. Hey, I haven't got that shirt yet. You got to send that shirt up here. We do have mailboxes up here. Send that shirt up here. I want to wear it. I want to show everybody. So please do that. And uh, that's great. Um, now we're gonna we're not gonna we stay on the same stuff subjects. But uh, you know the thought occurred to me, Mark, while you were talking. Um, what's up with uh? What do you think the future is going to hold for the uh, for the American poster? You know that that actually, <laughs> you know. Well, uh, I think it's I think it's safe to say, uh, you know, and at least certainly how I feel, uh, especially after election night. Uh, I think we can. Uh, I think we can start. We can start digging the. We can start digging the hole for the pollster because I think the, I think the uh, the American pollster is dead. 
You know, I mean, they were completely wrong about uh, not only the presidential race, but they were wrong on congressional races. They were wrong on Senate races. They were just wrong all across the board on everything. I think there was one. I think there was one poll uh, that was uh, that was close uh, with their numbers, and that was the same poll that predicted Trump uh, a Trump win in 2016, and they also predicted a Trump win here in 2020. Uh, but their numbers was the closest as far as uh, what the percentage, like all the percentages, were within one or two points in the battleground states. Uh, I think what Wisconsin ended up at what like a zero point seven percent, something like that difference. Yeah, it was. Pretty... Uh, well, well, the last mainstream poll that was released a couple days before the election day showed Biden up by seventeen points. <laughs> you know, and the race finished at a zero point seven percent. So, so um, were they told? Do you think these were all their bosses were telling them, "Hey, you know"? Well, I, you know, I would hate to speculate that that's what happened, uh, but it certainly seems that uh, something was uh, uh, a little off because uh, I don't know how you go from seventeen points to zero point seven percent in a, in a day, uh, but that's that's what happened in Wisconsin. So. I don't see somebody really, really goofed or uh, somebody was uh, fudging the numbers a little bit, trying to persuade public opinion. So, I mean, you know, pollsters have been known to do that every once in a while. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but, you know, the, the poll, they, they were just they were just wrong on so many on so many things. Of course, the presidential race being, being the big one, uh, they weren't close on on anything. Uh, and even the national numbers, I think the I think the national numbers had Biden up like ten points nationally uh, going into election day, and uh, we're not going to end anywhere near ten points. So I think we're still I think right now it's at four percent. Uh, I think, but even that with some of these challenges and everything that's going on, you know, that it still may drop after that. Yeah. You know, I still think it's probably somewhere between a two to three point uh, margin. Margin. Of even when everything's set and yeah. done. I think everything's still within a two, three, two or three percent, uh, you know, when everything's said and done. Um, but either the pollsters are going to have to find a new way to poll, uh, a new a new system of polling, uh, or, you know, we might have seen the last of the pollster. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how they I don't know how they come back after two straight presidential elections where they got it so wrong. You know, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to come back from that. Yeah, it's it's tough. I uh, you know, I I don't really um, you know, there's so many polls up there. This is that. There's not really one that I trust. I, I just um, closing. You know, usually the week before election, almost always the polls tighten, and this was the first one in modern history. I mean, uh, you would know more than this than I would. They actually got bigger. You know what I mean? I mean, we're actually almost right. like doubled, and it, it just didn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? I mean, am I right? You, you are. You hit the nail on the head. You are correct about that, and uh, that—that's what was. Uh, you, you know, I, I just don't know if, if that's something that that pollsters are missing that they they can't uh, gauge, uh, they can't understand. Uh, but they're certainly not asking the right questions. That, that's for sure. Um, 
I'm not really sure what what people they're asking, but they're they're not asking the right questions to uh to the right people. Uh, so, I mean, uh, I don't think there'd be a lot of disappointed people to see pollsters go the way of the you know <laughs> of the dinosaur and you know become extinct. But uh, uh, you know, if pollsters if they want to continue to be taken seriously, then they're going to have to stop being so one-sided about everything and stop being so slanted and stop interjecting their own opinion in the questions, you know? Yeah. Ask the question. Yep. Write down the answer. Yep. Go on to the next person. Yep. And then when you get done with your 250 people or whoever you ask, then calculate the percentage fairly. Don't manipulate in a way where you're trying to uh, sway somebody or sway a group of people uh, into believing uh, something, one thing's happening when it's not when the total opposite is happening. So... Now, um, I mean, you know, it's just a matter of legitimacy when it comes to them. So I I think they just have to get to a point back where people have to take them seriously. Can I personally ask you something personally? Have you ever been called by a poster? Yes, I have. Okay. How were they over the phone with you? In fact, let's see. Well, I can actually give you two answers. Not too long ago. Uh, I was called by a pollster, but it, it wasn't for the presidential election. It was for the uh, the mayor's uh, race here in Nashville. I was I was called. So uh, uh, did you give him an earful? <laughs> I did. I I did. I, I expressed my I expressed my opinion uh, very clearly. Uh, now the on the national scale, uh, I do receive uh, I did receive a poll uh, from Yale University. Uh, I received it through an email, and, uh, you know, they was asking, you know, like, questions about immigration, questions about gun control, you know, it was kind of, and, of course, they, you know, asked about uh, your preference for president and, and things of that nature, and when I answered that back, uh, I sent it back in, and shortly after that, I got another email from them asking me if I would like to become somebody uh, that they poll regularly, where they, you know, they come back every several yeah. months with a different set of questions you know, to see if anything has changed and, and do that. So I, you know, I signed up for that. I was told me, yeah, sure, go ahead, send me all the polls you want. I, I, I'll give you my opinion. So I have, have they, no problem I mean, with that, that was, uh, they haven't yet come back, you know. Oh, oh yeah, they have, uh, in fact, uh, uh, let's see, uh, let's see, it's November now. I got one back in September uh, was cool. my most recent one that I did, so. Uh, and I had one before that. I had, I think it was like July. I want to say it was either June or July. I, I got one uh, from them, and then I got one again in September uh, that I filled out and uh, uh, sent back to them. So I don't mind. I don't mind taking the polls. That's something I, you know, like I told you, you know, I'm a political junkie. So that's actually something I enjoy yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, <laughs> so, I, I've never. Yeah, I just thought it was. Uh, I want to ask you that because I've actually never had anyone. I mean, it's either been from one side or the other side. Just say, just ask if I was supporting a candidate. Never, you know, never, right. never a polling. Right. So I thought that's odd. Uh, well, let's uh, let's play uh, devil's uh, advocate here. Let's say that uh, the the president uh, loses his uh, battle, and uh, Joe Biden, come with Joe is the next president of the United States. Um, where where does the uh, Republican Party really go from here? 
what what do you think? Well, I mean, uh, you know, but now this is gonna be this is gonna be my personal opinion on it, uh, and this might be something that that probably Democrats don't want to hear, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them anyways. You know, regardless of how this concludes, uh, Trump has given the Republicans a blueprint of how to increase Republican, how to increase Republican majority and how to win national elections. You know, uh, like I said before earlier, I mean, he had a record number of non-white voters. Uh, and the Republicans now, they are the party of the working class. The Democrats no longer have that, can, can no longer claim that as exclusively theirs. Because uh, Donald Trump has taken that away from him. He is a Republican populist. Uh, and he's a very successful Republican populist. Again, you give credit where credit's due, whether you like him or not. So I think he has given, he's given Republicans, regardless of how this turns out, he's given Republicans a blueprint of how to beat Democrats. So uh, the Democrats, have, you know, they've lost... Uh, you know, they've lost that, that working class vote by, in my opinion, uh, just going too far left on on issues. Um, so, and I think they're going to regret it. I think they'll, I think even if they come out on top in this election, uh, there's still going to be that stench of voter fraud, <laughs> you know, that's going to be out there. There's still going to be that resentment out there uh, from other half of the country. And, uh, you know, you can mark my words, and I mean, I'll go on record saying it because I'm not afraid to. I'm not afraid to to back up what I say. But I think the Republicans will win back the House in 2022 because of this election alone. Uh, they already had net gains uh, in this election. You know, I think they'll increase their lead in the Senate because of this election. So, uh, if I'm wrong about it, I'm wrong about it. But I think that the Democrats' behavior is going to be in this election is a big reason why Republicans are going to get back. They're going to get back to house and they're increasing lead in the Senate uh, because of this election. So it's not all doom and gloom for Republicans. And I know some of them may feel uh, dejected. Uh, some of them will probably, be, I mean, they're going to be angry. Uh, you know, and I, I know at this point they don't want to give up and I, I agree. I don't think they should give up right now. I mean, they should, uh, they, they should fight it to the end. But, uh, you know, it's not, it's not all doom and gloom for me. I do think that, that Trump has uh, at least give them a blueprint to, uh, to, to, to win national elections and, and to win elections against entrenched Democrats. So uh, that's, that's, how I, that's how I see it. To, that's how I see it going forward for the Republicans. Well, I uh, I have to disagree with you on this. I, I think, um, not to be the doom and gloomer, <laughs> but I believe they're actually going to move more to the left um, just because they know where their bread is buttered. I believe this election was fixed. It was fixed in front of everybody. The members of Congress who are Republicans, see, it's going to be very, uh, I would, I would really, really hone on the people, the Republicans in Congress and the governors that, that stand behind Trump 
during this, uh, you know, he's trying to recount in, in a recount process because it's going to show how much, how many friends he really has. I, I, I really think when he was elected and all the, I, I think he has less Republican support than meets the eye. I, I think he had the populist, he had the people behind him. And the Republicans just basically put up with him. I think at this point, you know, um, they're going to go where their bread is buttered. And, uh, you know, they're going to toe the line and they're, they're going to abandon him. I know that it seems wild and whatever, but I think... Uh, both parties are going to make sure that another Donald Trump doesn't emerge as a candidate. Um, that's sad to say, but but that's, I mean, that's how I believe. I, I just believe that we live in such, you know, America is changing. And, uh, you know, the, the old ideals... And uh, I just, I just, I just don't believe that uh, there ever be a candidate like they, they mentioned. Well, he could, he could, uh, he could actually run again in two twenty four. There's no way. Listen, they're gonna make sure. I mean, my opinion, after all the court cases and all that, that they're gonna hurt this guy. They're gonna make this guy. They're probably. It's off the wall, but I think uh, Donald Trump will probably have to leave the country after this. They're going to make it so hard for anybody to be pro-American to run for president. It's all globalism now, and the Chinese have a lot to do with it. And, uh, you know, it was funny, I saw an article today, how uh, Chinese... Uh, the Chinese government is now messing into the Caribbean. They're, they promised to uh, fix their uh, infrastructure and stuff. And uh, in, in return, they haven't said what the return was, but I'm sure it's for military bases and, and uh, you know, stuff to help the military to move closer to the United States. Um, and that story broke this morning. I know Trump was trying to fight that with the Defense Department. He said he, he's fighting that in the Caribbean islands. Um, I'm just, uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm just, I, I'm skeptical. Um, I hope, uh, I, I pray, I pray I'm wrong on this. And that he will make somebody that wants to run just like him, the blueprint. That's charismatic, that, that wants America first and this and that. But I just, I don't know. It, it, it's just, uh, it's tough to think about. But that's my opinion. Uh, any rate, we're going to take a break. Um... We're going to get all your feedback on the next segment, and then uh, we'll do your final thoughts, our final thoughts. 
Until then, we'll be right back. Hey, we're back. Tank Hatfield Show for you, part two. Hey, now we are into the the listener feedback. My favorite part of the show, and I'm sure it's Mark's too, so... Mark gets all the feedback. Um, we get a lot of it, so we've kind of, you know, combed through it to uh, uh, what we can uh, do on the air, the best ones. So, uh, go ahead, Mark. Well, <laughs> I don't think it was an easy week for uh, either one of us, Tank. And uh, as far as the feedback goes, both of us kind of got painted with the same brush. So I, I shall, I shall say, um, <laughs> uh, I, I kind of, you know, people, people were, uh, people were tying me in with, uh, with your, uh, uh, with your beliefs. Oh, in, uh, hey. Well, okay, so uh, I had to, I had to, I had to make that, I had to, I had to let them know that uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, that you and I have uh, very different views on, yes. on things. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, and my views has even uh, evolved over time. So I actually just wanted to spend a, a one uh, one feedback thing that I had that I, I wanted to clear up. Uh, I was asked, uh, th- this was directed towards me, uh, I was asked, uh, why, <laughs> why are you such a devout Republican? Directed towards me. No, I know. So I've known you all my life, and one thing I know that you're no Republican. Most of the time, I, I mean, yeah. So. And that's and that's what I want to clear up. Uh, I like I said, I have voted for Democrats. I have voted for Republicans. Uh, I have voted for Independents. Uh, actually, for a long time, I was actually a registered Democrat, and it wasn't until uh, what was it, 2000. I want to 2008. Uh, I'm sorry, 2007. I switched. Uh, I switched my party affiliation to uh, independent. So, you know, I'm not a registered Republican. I'm not a registered Democrat. Uh, I do believe in the rule of law, and I do believe in the Constitution, and I'll keep saying that. Uh, I, I have people in. Uh, I have friends in both parties that I like very much. There's uh, politicians in both parties that I like very much, uh, and there's people in both parties that I can't stand at all. So I try to uh, I try to keep it as fair and balanced as I can. Uh, if my opinions come off as being too conservative for you or too Republican for you, uh, where you got to put a label on it, I'm not going to apologize for that. If my opinions come across as too liberal for you or too democratic for you, I'm not going to apologize for that either. Uh, they're my opinions. And uh, like I like I told somebody over the weekend uh, who was uh, coming at me pretty hard. Look, you know, my name is on a podcast right now and I put my opinions out there. You know, I'm not afraid to vocalize my opinions and I'm not afraid to say my opinions. So if you are so uh, if you believe in your opinions that much, and you believe in what you say that much. You know, there's nothing stopping you from doing your own podcast and saying something and putting your name on it. So that's how I would answer that. I, I don't consider myself a devout Republican. I don't consider myself a devout Democrat. I do consider myself a uh, steadfast independent, and uh, I will continue. I will continue to be that way 
Uh, probably until they probably until they put me under. I'll, I'll continue to be an independent because I don't see my I don't see where I'm going to change uh, to any political uh, political party. So that was the main question I got uh, that was directed towards me. Uh, there was. There was one question that I had that I wrote down here that was directed towards you, Tank. Uh, yes, sir. I know I didn't give you a preview. I didn't give you a preview nah, of it, so I'm just okay. gonna let you. Hey, uh, I'm ready, baby. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you fly <laughs> from the. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna let you, I'm gonna let you just take the wheel on it uh, after okay. I give you the question. <clears throat> Tank. Yes. Do you believe? Do you believe what you say? When you say every Democrat is a communist. No, I believe, okay, let me tell you. Every Democrat is not a communist. Your leaders are. Your leaders are communists. That's what I believe. They are communists. In the House of Representatives, in the Senate, if you hold high public office, I'm not talking about state office, high public office, they are communist. They have a communist agenda for the country. No, I don't believe that. I, you know, I, I call Democrats, uh, you know, regular Democrats, I always call them commies just because maybe a little joke, little that. that to guide them because their leaders are communists. And if they, if, you know, uh, they shouldn't be offended by it, but they should look for what their leaders are doing. Please. Just because your leader says, okay, check the record, check what they're doing, check how they're acting. Because I'm telling you right now, they are not democratic. They are communists. I'm not calling you one personally. I'm telling the people you vote for are communists. That's what I'm saying. That's all I got to say on that. Well, that's a, that's a good answer. That's really the only uh, two feedback things I had other than the stuff that we dealt with on social media all weekend, uh, which I think I answered I answered back on social media, which I know I, I probably shouldn't do, and shame on me for doing that, because I should save it for the podcast. But uh, I kind of let my emotions get get the better of me uh, the it. other day, and I, I and I answered people on uh, on it's, social media when okay. I should have just saved it for the podcast. To no, say what it, I wanted it, to say. Hey, hey, it's okay. It's been a um, this weekend has been. I, I tell you, this whole election is just. Um, I tell you, I've, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen the... I, I'm, I've never seen the, the total obvious irregular, uh, irregularities in voting and just for the whole room, uh, media, and including Fox News, to, to just, um, just ignore it and act like that... Uh, our president, who has fought, who's fought hard, okay, he may be a lot of things, he, he may be, he's a, you know, I mean, he's very, very in love with himself, okay, when you go to higher office, I don't care, if you don't think that Joe Biden or Barack Obama are in love with themselves, 
who think they're the greatest. Uh, you have to for that for that type of office. You have to be narcissistic. It's just how it is. And uh, uh, you know, Coma Joe may come off as your grandfather and all that, but Coma Joe doesn't know where he is. Okay, they place him in certain places and have him do whatever he does. He only has a certain amount of, you know, of energy. That's why uh, Brock had to come in and start helping him out towards the end of the campaign because he didn't have the energy. So if you think that every president or anyone that runs for office isn't a narcissist, you have to be. You have to understand and you have to think that you're great and and no matter what happens you want to do the best you can and uh, that that's how it is it's narcissism so if you think donald trump's a narcissist it's fine but people hide it better than other people they're all narcissists to get this high in life you have to be a narcissist because criticism comes with a job and as a narcissist you can block the criticism because of how much you think of yourself I mean, and that's that's the way it is okay we're gonna go, yeah we're gonna go into final thought uh you go first sir i'm sure you got something i got a little something not too much but Thank you, Tank. Uh, first, I just wanted to open up with, uh, again, um, as we've proven in the past, we will continue to show. Uh, if you do have any comments, uh, feedback, questions, anything like that, uh, feel free to reach out to us at tankandhalffield at gmail.com or on our Facebook page, uh, the Tank and Halffield Show, or what's been going on more recently, uh, Messenger or Facebook itself as once over this weekend. <laughs> so, uh, uh, feel free to reach out to us in, in any uh, in any capacity uh, that you want. So, uh, I want to conclude uh, um, with my final thoughts here, uh, just with a couple simple things. Uh, just remember, you know, we had a record number of voters. Uh, we are still a deeply divided country. Uh, and, I, you know, I don't know everybody's reasons for voting for certain things. But here they are. You know, here it is. You know, people uh, who get what they want uh, are often surprised when they also get what they deserve. So if you feel confident in your vote and you feel emboldened with your vote, even if you voted just because you didn't like the other person, uh, be prepared for the consequences that come with that. Uh, because there will be consequences. There's consequences to every election. Uh, some are smaller than others. Some are bigger than others. Uh, but there will be consequences. Uh, and you really can't trust uh, a side that's saying that that they want us to come together now and they want to heal uh, when they have half of their party or about half of their party uh, threatening anybody who supported 
the other side uh, with a communist-style enemies list, where they're saying they're going to put them on a list. We've got to keep track of uh, people that voted for Donald Trump. Good Lord. We've got to put them all on a list. Uh, you know, that, that's, the wrong, that's the wrong way to approach things. So just be careful what you wish for. And, you know, you might end up with uh, what you didn't think uh, you would. So that part being said, uh, I'll conclude uh, with saying uh, I come to you today. I'm, I'm troubled. And I'm angry uh, over the current situation concerning our elections. Because uh, while I believe that all legal votes should be counted, there's millions and millions of people, including leaders of our country, who don't feel the same. And I think that's a I think that's a problem going forward in our election process. So I hope all legal votes do end up being counted uh, when this is said and done. Uh, regardless of who, who turns out to be the winner, I want the process uh, to be fair. Uh, I was attacked over the weekend for expressing my opinion on that particular opinion, just that we shouldn't rush to judgment. Uh, and like in most cases, the criticism uh, came from uh, holier-than-thou hypocrites uh, with uh, what I would call second-rate educations. <laughs> so I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be quieted by anybody and I'm not going to hold back uh, my opinion on, on these things. So, I mean, the, my conservative thing, you know, my conservative friends think I'm too liberal. My liberal friends think I'm too conservative. Uh, it's a cross that I, I've been carrying for a long time. Uh, the tank can back me up on that. Uh, but we, as a people, we, uh, you know, as a country, we deserve fair representation without, the shackles of being tied down to one party or the other. You know, we need more of both sides working together, not trying to rip each other's heart out every time there's an opportunity. And simultaneously, uh, we the people need to stop demonizing others who don't share our political beliefs. Uh, it's okay to disagree. You know, it's okay to have honest public debate. Uh, but when you get to a point where you're talking about rounding up people or putting people on a list or uh, not patronizing a restaurant or not listening to a certain musical artist or not watching a certain TV show or going to a movie because the person doesn't align with your political beliefs, then uh, we've lost our way as a country. So... Uh, if you continue to uh, attack me on social media, I continue. I don't mind the feedback, but if you get to the point where you 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 attack, uh, I will fight back on it, and I'm not going to take it lying down, and I will expose you for your hypocrisy that the hypocrisy that you have. So I, I will. I love doing this show. I'm going to keep doing this show. As long as Tank and I feel that we want to do this show, we're going to do this show. And I just ask when all is said and done with this election, no matter who uh, ends up coming out on top, and I still believe even after the ballots are discounted and everything, I still believe 
at this point that it's going to be Joe Biden. Uh, I could be wrong. But uh, no matter who comes out on top in the end, uh, we need to remember we're still one country. And in the end, we need to root for each other. Because that's that's what we have, and that's all we can that's all we can do. We have to hope for the best for America. I mean, I know I, I want the best for America for for my son and for his kids. So I think every I think it's it's not too much to ask everybody to do the same. And I'll I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap up my comments with that. Amen, brother. Hey, you don't you don't worry about anybody emailing you uh, physical harm issues, they can always deal with me. Because you're my brother, that's how it is. But that's beside the point. I want to end the show. Um, my final thought is um, the Trump voter, the Trump voter out there, um, Right now, over the weekend, and in the weeks and months to come, they're, they're going to be baiting you. They're going to be baiting you to go out in the streets. They want you to demonstrate. They want you to riot. You know, I, I know the Trump voters are smarter than that, especially gun owners. Um, but you must understand that when, uh, when he, when Biden or I'm not even saying Biden will take the oath of office on July. What is it? Uh, Hatfield? I January. mean, uh, January uh, 20th. 20th. Um, when he or she takes the oath of office, um, you're going to be the number one enemy. Trump voters with guns, guns. That will be the number one enemy. Um, I believe they, they won't announce it, but you will be domestic terrorists. So, no matter what happens in the months leading to that, please, if you go to a rally, you go to a protest, I know you will, but please do not bring your gun. If you bring a, and you know, if you bring guns, bad stuff can happen. Because what they're going to do, they're going to try to make you a domestic terrorist. That's the thing they want, number one. They want to take the guns. And I know you've been hearing it for years, but now it's really important for them to take the guns. So, please... If you go in the streets, you protest, protest peacefully. Don't do what the other side is doing. Even though the media will not report it, we still have riots going on in many cities. Okay? <laughs> and the media don't even tell you it's happening. I mean, they've won the election, they're still right. Because that's what they do. But anyway, please be smarter than that. So, uh, please take the higher road. Somehow, somehow we will fix this. But just, just be strong. Be America. That's what we are. And, uh, 
you know, I mean, God, in the end, God provides. And God will have his final word. And uh, we must always trust in God and what he says. But just be, just please, be careful and be vigilant and just... Um, be smarter than the other side in the coming weeks because uh, I got a feeling the media is going to dig and dig and dig at all you people who voted for Trump because they want you out in the streets. They want you out in the streets to make a uh, bad example of you so they can put you on TV and tell you how you're doing this and you're doing that and you're doing that. Be smarter than that. Stay home. And uh, if you can't do that, if you want to go to protest, fine. But please don't bring your gun. It's not going to help anything. Other than that, um, we're going to sign off here. Hey, Mark, uh, do what you got to do. I always do. Okay. And uh, say uh, about comments, everything like that. Lazy Pig Barbecue, go ahead, let's end the show. Again, once again, any comments, questions, feedback, anything you want to share with us, that's tankinhalffield at gmail.com. It's also our Facebook page, the Tank and Hatfield Show. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Messenger and by text, and we will answer your question or get, or get to you uh, your uh, comment as soon as we can. And also keep our friends at the Lazy Pig Barbecue in mind. Uh, visit their Facebook page, uh, Lazy Pig Barbecue. Uh, give them a shout out and uh, let them know that the Tank and Hatfield show uh, sent you in their direction. Until then, I'll see you next week. And I will too. Hey, remember, we're, we're uh, doing a show. We got a good show going. Uh, we just think we got something to say. We're trying to uh, do our thing here. And uh, please, just uh, everyone stay vigilant. This thing isn't over. We're going through the courts. We'll see what happens. But at any rate, um, I got a uh, I got an email from my aunt who actually showed me a picture in Hawaii. Of a couple phone booths. Can't believe it. But anyways. We gotta find another phone booth here. Superman where are you now? We love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. We love ya. See you next week. <laughs>